Hello everyone. I hope you are doing well. This episode is going to be a client interview. So I'm going to do a little intro um, and then we'll dive into the interview. But I like sharing um, interviews about um, my client's experiences in one-on-one money coaching. One-on-one money coaching is a four-month money coaching program that I offer for women of color who really want to just feel more confident about their finances, whether it is that you know, they're saving more, they're feeling more in control of their spending, they're learning how to invest for the first time, um, they're wanting to pay off debt. Like I have this program that you go through that is us meeting together every single week for an hour and really working and being intentional about your money goals and what you desire to create when it comes to just your finances. And so Crystal um, signed up for one-on-one money coaching at the end of last year in November of 2022, late November, early December. Um, And so in this episode, we're just going to talk about what her experience was like, the things that she gained from one-on-one, the things that she learned about money, the ways that her finances are different. And so I love sharing these types of stories because one, it just gives people like an insight as to like what, what we do inside one-on-one money coaching. But two, it's just so inspiring to hear other people's stories and just like, you know, see the growth that is happening and that is possible because it motivates you and inspires you to believe that like this is possible for you too. I know I have um, just watched and heard other people's whether it's money stories or business stories or just journeys in growth. And for me, it's been really marking to like hear like, oh, wow, like you were able to do that and you were able to like hit that goal. And like, it just makes me, it increases the level of like possibility that I have for myself. So I hope this episode does the same for you as you, um, yeah, listen to Crystal's journey. So let's dive in. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Latina Investors. So this episode is really exciting. I love when clients get to join me to share like their money story, their money journey. I think the more people that we hear talk about money openly, um, the more a subject that can sometimes be a little taboo, like you kind of desensitize it a little bit and make it more normal and more um, just like natural to talk about. So in this episode, um, we're going to talk to Crystal. She has been my client since I want to say the end of November, maybe even the beginning of December, um, where she was like, Hey, I want to start looking at my finances and, you know, start feeling more confident and comfortable with them. And so she joined one-on-one money coaching. And over the last four months, she has had like a financial glow up. (laughs) I feel like it has been so cool to see. And I'm really excited for you guys to hear her story, her journey, her takeaways. Um, and just, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful that she wants to, to share that. So, um, this is Crystal. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. And we're excited that you're here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here and to be able to share my story. Awesome. Cool. So let's kind of, um, take you, take, take us back to, that time, like November, late November, early December, um, where were you at? What were you, um, kind of what was going through your mind where you were like, Hey, like, I think I want to, you know, invest some time, energy, effort into looking at my finances, like paint us a picture of like where you're, where you were starting from. Okay. Um, so I definitely had money saved. 
Um, the problem with me was that I was very scared about spending, even though there were savings that we that I had for our family. Um, it just felt I, I was not very confident. I would wait until, you know, the last possible day to pay my bills just because I would have these emotions where I didn't know whether I would have enough to pay all of my bills. And I did not like to see that, you know, amount decrease in my bank account. So that really was what led me also wanting to know, you know, how much money would I need for retirement or what were these retirement accounts? Um, you know, what are their names? What do they mean? So I really wanted to kind of tackle that. It was a big like monster within me that I was so afraid of. And I wanted to make sure that I understood it as best as I could and that I was, you know, setting up my setting myself up for success. Um, and I just wanted to move away from that fear and that um, just nervousness that I that I had. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting that because that's a little bit similar to my experience where I would like focus on savings. And that was kind of like the big goal. Like as long as I grow my savings, like I'm good. And then my savings got bigger and bigger, but like my emotions or my feelings with money didn't change. Like I thought they would, like I, I thought like, Oh, once I have this amount saved, then money will feel lighter, but it never did. So it's interesting that you had kind of like a, a similar experience. I do remember that coaching call, um, where we kind of unpacked, like, why do you, wait to pay for bills and kind of having like this aha moment of like, oh, I didn't even realize like I was waiting until the very last minute and then even realizing like why and the reasoning and the thought process and, and all of that behind that. Um, so yeah, uh, were you surprised by some of the things you learned about yourself when it came to like the, the things that you do with money and the reasons why you do what you do with money? How was that experience like? Yeah, I was definitely surprised. I feel like I didn't, um, I did not really realize that I wasn't conscious that all of these skills that my parents had handed me down, you know, and me seeing how my parents had struggled with money, all of that was something that even though, again, I had all, I had a good savings amount, I still felt like I had to guard it with my life. I was not allowed to spend it because that's what I had always heard in my past. Like, once you have this money saved, you can't use it. And so if something would happen, I would feel so guilty and bad about spending it. And, um, you know, my parents did the best that they could. And they taught me these, like, survival skills so that I was able to just survive, pay my bills, and move on. But um, it was just incredibly interesting to really look within myself and then you helping me and asking, just telling me or kind of guiding me and saying, well, why do you feel this way? Or you should be asking yourself this. Or and just allowing myself to just sit in that feeling and and realize like, hey, it's not bad to feel this way. Why do I feel this way? How can I change it? It was just like completely switching my the, my um, the chip in my brain, like <laughs> and thinking about money differently. And emotions are so attached with money. And I had it was just like an, a big thing for me to come to understand and realize. Yeah, there are emotions attached with money, but. Um, it just, I just had to change, change that with me. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you, I remember that. I can't remember if it was the same call or another call, but you, we kind of unpacked some of the emotions you were feeling about money decision or, or money in general. 
And at the end, you were like, oh, I, I didn't think money coaching was going to be like this. Like we're talking about feelings and life stuff. And I was surprised because I was like, what do you mean? And it helped me realize like, oh, oh, maybe like the thought is money coaching is just like all numbers. Like all yeah. we're going to do is talk about that. And I obviously I know that that's not true, but your surprise made me feel like, huh, I wonder if other people think this too. <laughs> Absolutely. A hundred percent coming into this. I just said, well, it's going to be like a spreadsheet and we're I'm going to have all these numbers and goals that I'm going to have to hit. And it was so interesting that in one of these first calls, you were like, you're like a student, you know, like, were you a good student in school? Because you always want to give the right answer and you want to like kind of do your best. I would come into the coachings just feeling like, oh my God, I was supposed to do this and I didn't do it. And oh, what is she going to say? I'm, this is just a waste. I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting her time. What am I doing? Um, but it was so interesting that you caught on to that so fast because that's exactly what I thought. I just thought it's a spreadsheet. It's numbers. I have to hit these numbers. And as long as I do that, everything's okay. Even if I have this feeling of I'm just going to do it as fast as I can just to get it over with because that was really what it was in my brain. Like with even with just paying my bills the first few weeks, like get it over with, get it over with, because I didn't want to sit in those thoughts and feelings and really understand them. So that's what I thought. I just thought it was numbers on a spreadsheet, nothing else. And I'm so glad that I went through this and that I was able to just it, it was a journey for me, a journey. And it was very rewarding to invest in myself and go through that because I was very afraid in the beginning to, you know, even through that first call and at the end agreeing to go through with it. I was very, very afraid. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. I mean, even the way that you described, like I would protect my savings. I also am curious and I've never asked you, but like what was going through your head? I, I know what I, I've thought being in that position of like, but I guard my savings and I also want to make this investment and feeling the tug of those two. But for you, what kind of, what was going on in that moment where you were like, here's my savings. I, I want to protect and guard them. And also I, I want to do this. Like, how did you reconcile those two? Oh, I think that it was just a split. It was just that moment when I, I really, I really showed myself compassion. Like even now more so like I'm learning to do that more with like my old self, but it, I was just like, you know what, Crystal, this is something that needs to happen. We have to, we have to do it. Let's just don't, don't think about it too much because if I had thought about it, even like I gave myself 10, 15 minutes or just through that call, think about my feelings. What am I feeling? Do I want to do it? And then just in that instant, make that decision of saying, yes, I'm going to invest in myself and I'm going to sign up for the, the coachings and do them. If I had thought about it or if I had said at the end of that call, you know what, um, let me just think about it a little bit more. I more than likely would have not gone through with, through with it. So at the end you know, of our conversation, I said, yes, because I knew that if I had, if I said no, or let me think about it, maybe anything else, I knew that in the end, it would have been a no. So I kind of like just said, yes, say yes. You have to say yes, because this is something not only for myself, but also for, for, for my kids and kind of breaking that cycle of having fear with money. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I, that's so funny. I feel like I, I definitely see that if it's a, uh... If it's a, I like, I'll think about it. It's typically going to like lead to no, and, and then, and that's just because our brains are so wired to protect us. Like, Hey, don't do anything new. Don't do anything different. And the more that you give your brain time and space to like almost talk you out of something, the easier it is. Right. And, and, 
everybody has to find that balance of like, I want to give space to this fear and I'm not going to like just trump it and avoid it. Like I, I'll listen. And I also want to make a decision from the right place, not a fear-based place, but like, maybe I do need to, to lean into faith or trust or um, just like more, more than just like having my, my brain that is trying to keep me safe. Again, a great thing kind of like drive the car. Like how do I get back in the driver's seat and make like the best decision that I can. And that could be not now, but as long as that's like an intentional decision, which I think for you, your thought process and decision-making was a little like, we're going this way fear, get in this. <laughs> yeah. I, I, kind of, I, yeah, I had to kidnap my fear and just say, you know what, I'm not going to allow you to just give me one, not even a whisper, because if I, if that had happened, I wouldn't have gone through with it. And also the fact that I had, you know, I, I had been following the page and I was going through some of the videos and then I'm like, oh my God, this is a person that I can relate to, you know, like someone who, you know, my same skin, you know, complexion and, and she's also speaks Spanish and, oh my God, I can, I won't feel as, um, emba embarrassed kind of, you know, or like maybe if I ask the question and that she'll find a way to explain it to me. Uh, the analogies that you have used, all of that also kind of made me feel comfortable. And it was like things that I could tell my fear, you know, and say, well, fear, this is what I feel about her. Like, and if I feel like this, I'm going to go through with it. Um, yeah. And I went for it. I didn't think about it so much. I'm like, I'm going to go and do it because it's going to better my life. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That's awesome. I also remember us talking about how like, um, you were like, Hey, I, I'm predominantly over managing my household income or managing the money coming in and out. And I feel like I'm in this place where I I'm put in charge, like that's you, but you're like, but I don't fully even know exactly like what moves am I supposed to be making? What am I supposed to be thinking through? So from feeling that to where you are now, how has that been um, like taking that owner seat? It's almost like you were given like that. You're the you're the money manager here and you're like, okay. And now like, how do you feel about that role that you have with, within your own family dynamic? I feel, I feel good about it now. And you're absolutely right. It was just something that kind of happened and I wasn't very comfortable with it, but I'm like, okay, well, I guess this is what growing up and having a family's like, right? Like I'm just going to take over and God help us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's always like a reoccurring thing with me. Like, okay, God help, <laughs> help with God. But, um, but now it's completely different. And even, uh, yeah, my husband, my daughter, they, they've noticed. Um, I know that I mentioned this to you before, but we're getting a grill, right? And so he's like, oh, you're fancy, you're fancy. And now they're like the new word around the house is fancy. But, but it's mm -hmm. because now I'm confident, right? And so now I've, I've been able to ask the, you know certain questions so that I know how much is coming into the household. What are we paying? Um, when is it due by and then always having a purpose for our money and so that has given me so much confidence and just clarity and I feel so so good about being the one to kind of pay the bills and manage the household it's not it, it's not something that's uncomfortable to me anymore and as time goes by I even I feel more confident you know like oh well let's see what we can plan next to do but it, it's great yeah it's complete difference yeah. Oh, that's great. I love that. I love that. Now you're like entering your fancy, your fancy era. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, and we're all like, um, we are all um, just enjoying it as it comes. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, and I also remember us talking about the things, because we pick up things, habits, beliefs from our parents and like having a conversation about like, hey, you're in a position where now they don't have to like just pick up habits that you are doing even like unintentionally, like you get to intentionally decide what money lessons to pass down, um, which I think is just so great to, to think about like the big picture of like a lot of times, you know, the best financial resource that you can give to your kids. Like, yes, there are different, like, you know, YouTube channels and podcasts and different things, but the thing that's going to land the most is like, I saw my parents like live this out. And I saw how they thought about it and I saw how they managed it and they saw how they talked about money and it gets to be something that isn't so scary or so taboo. It's just a resource, a resource that we learn how to steward and manage well. And I think, um, just even, yeah, like now being in a position where you get to be intentional about what you pass down as, as opposed to, oh, like they picked this up because I was being more like, hush hush about it and then they created their own ideas and beliefs I think is just so powerful that like you have more of a say and impact yeah you're absolutely right I feel like now that I have a you know my daughter she's 10 and just now looking at how she looks at the prices when we go to different places I I really realized and it was a big eye-opener to see hey my daughter was picking up on it I didn't think that she was I thought that she was just you know kind of let's go get candies and cookies and things but no she was looking at prices and she does that still now but now it's, it's different because I say okay so we have money that we set aside every month for you know just food shopping and this is how much we have and we can go and buy what we need and of course if you want something extra we can definitely get it but I didn't realize just how much I was my daughter was picking up on everything that was happening before yeah. Yeah but I think like now having those conversations that are like just more open and healthy and like exciting to like, you know, kind of change even the way she thinks about money, manages money and all that. So super cool. Um, the other thing that I think was really cool to see with you was you almost like when we started, you had this, like, um, you had enough belief to like start coaching and decide, Hey, I want to learn investing. But even when we started, I could sense you're like, I don't know if I'm going to get this. Like, what if this is too much for me to get? Um, and having a couple of moments of that, but then also kind of seeing the end where you're like, Oh my gosh, like, I know what this is. I know what that is. Like, I remember at one point you like cut me off. Cause you were like, I was telling you what I think the answer or what you asked me, like the answer to your question. And then you just needed a little prompt and then you cut me off and you're like, it's this. And then you're like, sorry, I'm cutting you off because I want to show off my investing knowledge. <laughs> yes. I was so excited because I, in that second, it, it, things kind of clicked. I'm like, oh, I do remember. And I have to show her that I remember. So let me just cut you off. But yeah, <laughs> it was exciting. It was exciting to go through that. And so, and yeah, I, I think that in one of our, our talks, I even said, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just kind of slow. And you were like, immediately, you were like, no, don't say that. You're not slow. And and then, you know, after that call, I, I kind of sat there and I'm like, oh, my God, 
how can I be saying that to myself? You know, mm. like again, going back to like emotions, like how can I say that about myself? I'm not, I'm definitely not slow. She's you're absolutely right. I'm not slow. Why would I say that? Um, I probably just need to kind of look at this over again and use these words and I'm going to get them. I'm definitely going to get them. And so you gave me that. You, I'm very happy because you were able to give me that. And again, just confidence. So to, to tell myself, no, be nice to be nice, being nice to myself. That's what I needed to do and build myself up. Yeah, that actually also, I mean, I feel, I feel like this is like a reunion Um <laughs> reunion special of everything that happened yeah <laughs> it is yes. like every time you say something it reminds me of like man like you had so many different like aha moments and so many like just great I think like moments that compounded um gosh and I forgot the one that I was going to reference now oh yeah when um you missed something like you didn't get like you didn't call someone or it was like a to-do for the week and you were like oh I didn't do it and I was like okay let's talk about it and then you were like, we talked about like, hey, what what is your reaction to yourself when you don't do something? And like oh, yeah. the the <laughs> options were like, my, I regañar myself. And I was like, okay, that's option one. What about in this scenario? And you were like, I, I, regañar, <laughs> I regañar myself more. <laughs> yes, yes, that is absolutely true. Yeah, yes. I, I, now I'm very intentional with my thoughts, but yeah. in that moment what I did it was like a vicious cycle and it would just get worse and worse and you you walked me through those emotions and we did like you said like the whole little circle and I'm like oh my god why am I doing this to myself um yeah it's it's insane to look back and think of it and now if I'm gonna go down that rabbit hole I stop myself mm -hmm. I literally stop myself I don't allow myself to even say that I'm just like no 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 that was I did the best that I could because that's all the information that I had. And so now it's different. I, I'm learning more and things are going to be different. Um, and then I start just kind of going through my list of all the things that I've been able to do so far and then take it from there. Because if I, no, I don't want to go back to, to that, to what I used to do with the regañar myself because it was, it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, you realize like, oh, I have a third option, which is show compassion, be nice to myself. And I think a lot of times like we grow up, I know at least for me, I grew up with like, I need to do good. I need to do better. Like if I don't hit the mark, like it's because I need to try harder. And like, there is a, there's a balance between like, Hey, like I want to challenge myself and I want to push myself. And I can also do that in a way that's like holding space for kindness and like the intersection of like, Hey, what's mine to own. Right. Cause we all know when like, I could have done that and I didn't cause I like, and that's like, okay, let me take ownership of that. And how do I do that in a way that's loving versus like, I really tried and like, I did my best and like, I just like, didn't make the mark, whatever. Um, but in those moments showing yourself like, okay, it seems like you are taking ownership and like, here's compassion. Here's like, you know, kindness to, to make the whole journey just so much more like a fun, <laughs> exciting, you know, sustainable. Um, so yeah. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about, um, some of your like money lessons that you would say are things you didn't expect that, and we've kind of touched on a little bit on them, but if you wanted to do a recap, Things that you didn't expect, money lessons that you feel like you'll like 
take with you. Um, yeah, just kind of like things that you learned over the the four months that you feel like have been really great for your growth or like you've just valued. Yeah, I think that um, op- having open communication and always, again, just going back to always knowing how much money is coming in, because even with my husband, it was very uncomfortable to have conversations about money, about how money is being saved, what is the purpose of this money, what are we doing with it? And so that's something that I realized, you know, through the conversations that we had. And then I was able to to apply it with with him and say, hey, let's sit down, let's talk about this, let's create a purpose role for what we have saved, what are we going to do with it, um, and then follow through, not just say it, but then being able to follow through with that. Um, another thing is always, again, uh, creating purpose for just my, my own income, and then planning out what is it that we're going to use it for, think about just thinking a little bit ahead of like, what are the um, expenses that we have for a certain month, um, some of the goals that we might have and how can I contribute to those? That's another big takeaway um, because then I don't feel, I don't, I don't feel anxious uh, about, you know, whether we're, I'll have enough for certain expenses. So that was another big takeaway. And then also just being very confident and knowing that I am able to learn new things and being comfortable with the feelings that are associated with money, also figuring out where that comes from so that I can move on. But those were like the biggest takeaways, always creating a purpose for, for my money. It's like one of the main ones, always having a purpose for it. And then, yeah, just knowing how much is coming in and not just thinking, oh, well, it's gonna come in and we'll just spend it, just spend it. And now how much is coming in, what is it going for? And taking it from there. Yeah. Nice. Even you saying that reminded me that you also, this is why I'm like, wow, you did so much in four months. (laughs) You also got like a new job or a promotion, a promotion. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I got a promotion and I was able to say, Hey, this is how much I want in a split second. Again, it was just a thing where I'm like, Oh, I have to, I found the confidence within me to speak up and say, I want this much money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And you know, I'm like, what am I, what are, what's going to happen? I'm already employed with them. And mm. they, they must know that I know how to do my job. So why not get paid for it? You know, why not get paid for, for my value? You know, that of course I like the company and I like working here, but at the end of the day, everybody has bills to pay. And so do I. So I found that confidence within me and I don't know where it came from because it's just, even now thinking about it I'm like oh my god I did that I definitely did that I spoke to HR and I'm like hey thank you very much for the offer but this is what I would like and I also want additional uh, paid time off and they're like okay let me get back to you and see what happens and when I saw that in the in writing in the offer letter I was just like blown away yay I did it I did it and I did not know what to do with myself I was like jumping up and down <laughs> but, yeah yeah well, let's do great. it Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like a reminder of like, even when you go for like a next goal or like a next salary position, that's higher, like reminding yourself of like that, like, this is who you are, right? Like, this is the person that I am as someone who knows the value that I bring and is not afraid 
to ask for it. And I think a lot of times that comes with like rewriting or unlearning the, the, the lessons that were passed down, which is like, Hey, be grateful, like be grateful for what you have, which I would argue like that's a survival skill, right? Like don't rock the boat too much because you don't want to like be in a position where you don't have that. Like be just be grateful, even if it's like not what you think it should be. Right. And so kind of transitioning into like, okay, how do I replace the skill that did serve me and that that does protect me into a skill where like I'm able to advocate for my value, what I feel like I need to be paid and like not let that mean that like I only do it for the money or I, you know, my team's going to think badly of me. Um, because like you said, at the end of the day, like you are going to your job and obviously you want to like be in a culture and, uh, that you like and have do work that you're passionate about, but you also, you have bills to pay and you have goals to, that you want to hit. You have, you know, it's not just about paying the bills and saving a little bit. Like you want to create space and freedom and options in your life. And that requires money based on the society that we live in. And like, how do you do that in a way that you know, feels good to you and you're staying true to who you are. And you also don't let your desire to bring in more mean anything about your character or you as a person. It's just, this is the value I'm providing. And if you want me to do that, like this is, this is the amount of money that I would like. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that's cool to even like hear that that happened so instantly for you, which I'm like, oh, that means like you believed it. Like there's a part of you deep down that was like, yep, this is, this is what I believe. This is what I'm going to ask for. Um, so it's almost like your identity is, it has shifted, but it like in that moment, your brain was like, what's happening? It's like, it's because like that connection happened in like that instant. <laughs> yes. Yes, it did. Part of me was ready to say, yes, thank you. And just take the offer as it came. And then I, I, I was saying the words, something completely different came out and I was very shocked at the end of it all that I, that I did that. But I just want to say that my mentality has completely changed from just those calls. And even me now, I sometimes I'll sit here and I'm like, wow, I can't believe that this is all happening still because a lot of things change, you know, like we have goals of um, buying a house here um in the states but then we also were like okay well let's why don't we just build something back home and we, we're doing that and so I don't even know how to how to express and how to explain the changes that have happened to me in those four months and it may not have maybe in the beginning of the calls it didn't feel like much was happening but then it all kind of just came together in the last few weeks and it was like an explosion of goodness that just came <laughs> over me and my whole family. I'm like, wow, one thought can change everything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was just like amazing. Yeah, it can. It really sets you up yeah. to like, and I think that's the thing with like money and like the money strategy and the money mindset, like the money strategy we cover, right? Like we go into like, here's what all it means. Here's how you need to think about it. And then the thoughts like really fuel that. And both of those create that like exponential growth that you kind of felt for yourself. Um, but I think a lot of times like people focus too much on the strategy and don't really unpack like the mindset and the thoughts around money. And that is also so 
worth doing. And that's why I think like money coaching is like a space where like all of the thoughts that you think on in, in the background of your mind on repeat, like get brought front to the front because we unpack it all, right? Like you're doing things and why are you doing those things? Oh, it's because you're thinking these thoughts. Like you almost can't run away from it. Um, but that's a beautiful thing. Cause then you can unpack, like, what do I want to choose to think and believe about money? And then how do I get myself there? Cause I do remember our first call you being like, I know you're saying that I'll always have enough, but like, like what, what you're just I saying. I don't that. believe it. <laughs> yeah. And to this, to this day, I keep it. I have my little whiteboard and it's there. I will always have enough. And then underneath that, I put, I'm going to always show compassion for, you know, past crystal and I kept those two things and mm. to this day I still have them I'll always continue to have them and even now I like on some days when I'm just like if I want to you know think negatively I go through my list of things that I've been able to accomplish like just as you said and it's an exercise that I have I have kept and it really does true work truly work because then just as you said um I'm showing I'm giving my brain facts like things that are real that have happened and so mm-hmm. then that then that fear of I maybe I won't have enough it's gonna go away because I'm giving you the facts that it will that you will have enough and that you do have enough um yeah 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 and that's the difference between like just like I love a lot of people think like money mindset can be like just affirmations and it's like no 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 it's not just it's not just saying things uh, which is kind of what I think at the first call you're like you want me to just say these things and I'm like no 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 there's a whole process (laughs) There's a process. I thought, I'm like, no, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. <laughs> but then you kept talking and I'm like, okay, let me just be quiet and take it all in. <laughs> There's a process yeah. to actually get your, your mind, your body, your feelings on board to a new belief and thought. And that takes finding evidence, creating facts. And so, so yeah, I think um, a lot of that work is sometimes downplayed because we're just very hyper fixated on like, what, what's the strategy, but what do I need to do? How much do I need to save? What are the numbers? And it's like, all of that is important. We cover it. And like, it's not the full picture. Um, but yeah. Okay. I have two more things. Number one, let's do a recap of all of your money wins, which are so exciting. So in the past four months, you've saved $1,000 for a new laptop, added $800 to your personal savings, increased your 401k contributions by 6%, and funded your home down payment to an extra $10,000. And you have a, like around $10,000 for your down payment and then also a fully funded uh, emergency fund. So one, when I read those off to you, like what, what are, what are your thoughts? What are you feeling? What are you thinking? <laughs> I know that people can't see it, but I'm smiling from ear to ear, <laughs> kind of chuckling because, um, yeah, it's just amazing to know that I that we, I've been able to to do all of that, you know, and my salary. And I'm like, oh my god, maybe in the past I would think, ah, oh, this is not enough. I'm not making enough, and I won't even think about getting all these things done. But now it's like, yeah, it's working working everything that I've looked that I have learned and that I'm still learning it's it's all working it's coming together and yeah this I, this is me in my new my new crystal I've <laughs> new crystal has emerged <laughs> and yeah it's amazing it's amazing and I'm really really happy very very proud of myself um that I've been able to do it yeah. Awesome. And then the last thing I'm going between two questions, which I'm like, let's just ask both. <laughs> so 
The first one is, do you, if you were to talk to November, 2022 or December, 2022, Crystal, and we would have told her like everything that you would have done, where you're at, do you like, what do you feel like that version of you would have said? Wish she would have been like, no way. That's not going to happen. <laughs> no way. That crystal would have been so, no, I would have thought that it was, it was, it was a dream and it wouldn't have, have happened. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, that's so crazy. And so fun when you can just like blow your own mind. So now imagine like what else is possible, like going forward, like that isn't even like in your realm of awareness, but like the, you know, you just keep practicing, keep doing, and then you're like, oh my gosh, I blew my mind again. It's like, it's so fun. <laughs> yes, it is. And I'm excited to see what other things I'm going to be able to, to do. And I will do, um, it, this is just the, like one of the stepping stones to everything else that's going to happen. And just now thinking like, Hey, I'm going to be able to pass down something to my kids. It's just, woo, like it takes us to a whole another level. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And then the last thing would be either anything that, um, you have wanted to share and haven't shared yet and, or any sort of like advice to someone who's listening to this, who's like, Hey, like I've, I've been wanting to think I've been wanting to do money coaching or I've been thinking through it, but I'm, I'm just like a little intimidated or scared. Um, yeah. And any, you can pick either of those questions. Yeah. I think that the advice that I would give to anyone is to go for it. Definitely do it. Invest in yourself. That's one of the best things that we can ever possibly do. I know that I have heard that before from other people saying, Oh, you have to invest in yourself, but it is absolutely 1000%, a million percent true. You have to take that step. Don't be afraid. Invest in yourself. And, you know, the possibilities are endless. Just give yourself that that little tool that you need. Just go ahead, take that small step, and everything will be different. It will absolutely change. I know in my heart that it changed a lot of things for me, so it can definitely do that for other people. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your story. It was It was a joy to, like, walk it out with you. You did so much. Um, and yeah, I'm just so excited for like everything else that you're going to create and all the growth that is yet to come. So, um, all the growth and all the, yeah, like all of the goals that you're like, I know will hit, um, because of the confidence that you have and just even like the way that you, that you are to yourself now. Um, which is cool. So I'm super proud of you and I know that you're proud of yourself as well. And I'm also thankful that you, you know, wanted to share your story and, and yeah, show others like what is possible, even if maybe they're in a place right now where it doesn't feel like it. Sometimes hearing other people's journeys and other stories is, is just what we need. So, so yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me here, for helping me build myself up. And that's all I can say. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Crystal. Um, yeah, just sharing her story. If you are feeling like, hey, I want that too. I want to be able to just have growth in my finances, whether it is feeling more organized with my day-to-day um, -day, you know, money, feeling like I am in control of my spending, feeling like I can grow my savings, feeling really competent and knowledgeable about investing. But 
I just need support. I want the support to be able to do that. Then I invite you to join one-on-one money coaching. Inside one-on-one, you will learn how to feel more in control of your spending so that you can grow your savings. And you'll also learn how to start investing if you are a very, very beginner. So if you're a woman of color and you're like, hey, I really want to not just kind of stay where I'm at with my finances, but I want to go to the next level, continue growing my money skills, continue to just learn um, all that I can do with my finances, then this is the program for you. I want you to walk away after four months feeling really confident with money, light, safe, and just like experience financial peace and confidence knowing that like I have the skill set and the knowledge to do what I want to do with money. I can spend it freely and safely. I can grow it. I can save it and just, you know, feel more in, in control of your finances, um, overall. So head to the link in my bio on Instagram. So at building.gen.wealth, go ahead and, um, hit the link in my bio and book a call to talk to me. You'll like open up a calendar link on that link, select a time. And then you and I will like, um, hop on a zoom call and like, just chat about what one-on-one money coaching is like and what it would be for you. You can also um, apply on the description below. So the podcast description, you will see a link that says book a call. So if you want this kind of growth, invite you to apply and I'm super excited to meet you and talk to you. But that is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next week.